Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. time we just seen country road is that anything what if god was one of us god. <laughs> it's been so long no i've thought about doing it but i i think it was best to just hold off you know just because it was overdone simmer. a little bit yeah just let it you gotta make them want it you know but what if i di- i didn't want it though <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> them was me in that situation. I wanted it. Oh, and the you. people. Everyone but you in this scenario. <laughs> the royal them. Got it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got I it. Do, I do want nothing more than just <laughs> for us to sing country. <laughs> it's sucking my head all the time. Maybe that's just our bonus Jonas this month. Is. It's just a karaoke sesh for right. do TikTok songs. Oh, God. <sighs> what I would Ooh, give. What if, hear me out, we're all in quarantine. We're all just trying to pick up new hobbies or whatever yeah. to fill the void. Everyone's trying to learn TikTok dances while they're, because they got all this time now. What if we just started doing TikTok dances? <laughs> oh, my God. Can I, I think we would both, like, break our hips or something. It's true. Like, yeah. my knees already pop in and out when I'm just, like, sitting. I don't yeah. need this. But can I – this is – hi, welcome into the Twilight. Um, hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. Um, it's a TikTok podcast. Um. <laughs> hi, like, welcome to your distraction from the world for an hour. Sit back. It's about nothing that is happening <laughs> in the world, and you're yeah. welcome. Um, right. Can I tell you a story that the TikTok dances remind me of? Oh, um, I wish you would. Okay. So this is – I don't know why, but – so something about everyone being in lockdown and doing these dances really unlocked this memory for me. And I don't, I can't say that it was like a good one, but in particularly like in sixth grade, and I will say sixth grade was like my bad bitch phase. Um, (laughs) I peaked, I peaked. I did. I really did. Like, I, I will say like. What characteristics about you made you like top tier in sixth grade? Who was that woman? Who was she? Well. So I will say, like, I got, I got my period in fourth grade. I was like Damn. fully developed <laughs> by sixth grade. Like I was yeah, as tall sure. as I am now in sixth right. grade. So I was like teacher <laughs> tall, yeah, and like boobs out, butt out <laughs> in sixth grade. Like me with these motherfuckers, and I was like as developed. Anyways, bad bitch. Right, bad bitch yeah. with Powerful like energy all this claire's jewelry and like a hoodie and a jean skirt and like etnies Ooh. bad bitch face right um yeah. 
Anyways, so the big thing at this time with my group of friends was to, like, rehearse dances. And, like, the thing that my group of friends at this time at my school was going to do was to do a dance for the talent show. And me wanting nothing more than attention from everyone was like, yes, perfect. Now, here's the problem. I don't, (laughs) I can't, bitch can't dance. So... (laughs) The, the nice thing was is that we were doing one, two step by Sierra. So, like, it's not that bad. But my other group of friends at this time, my sports friends, um, also yeah. loved to, at this time, to look at, like, hip-hop videos um, and do the same thing at home. And one of the most traumatic things <laughs> at this time was we were staying the night at each other's houses um, and they wanted to follow the choreography of one of Usher's songs at this time uh, from the music video. And Mm -hmm. I could not, for the life of me, figure it out. And they were like, my two friends at this time were like, okay, well, we're going to leave you here and we're going to go play video games, but you have to stay in here and figure out this choreography until you get it right. (sighs) And I've never felt so alone in my entire life. (laughs) And that's... That is brute. Because, like, hey, I mean, the worst possible thing that could happen to you as a sixth grader is to get publicly shamed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that is cut that is, and especially is because it's like oh you can't do something and we all got it and yeah. you're not cool so you gotta like be by yourself and <laughs> practice it until you get it that is brutal it was so that bad brutal yep and that is when i learned to not trust anyone and it's better <laughs> to be by yourself and that's when i became a lone wolf <laughs> yep <laughs> yep exactly i became jacob black yeah it was uh it was rough stuff boys yeah maybe that's why i mean also besides the fact that you thought taylor lautner was hot but like even before then projecting a lot of your feelings onto jacob black. okay all right all right <laughs> all right i gotta go <laughs> Listen, at least it was, like, it, we were at their house, like, but right. still. It was, like, the it was, whole, in front of the whole school or something. But it was, like, do you know that TikTok of the that, like, white girl who was just, like, crying and doing the choreography? Like, that TikTok? Do you know which one I'm oh, talking yes. about? yes, 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 It yes. was just, like, me doing that in, like, it had to have been earlier than sixth grade. Maybe it was fifth grade because it was like it was like when the yeah music video came out. It was just oh, sure. me in this girl's living room with like a desktop computer, like the Dell desktop computer. Just me mm-hmm. in this girl's living room, waiting for fucking dial up, right? Watching the yeah you music video <laughs> going over and over <laughs> again, trying to figure out this choreography so that I could follow my two friends at this time, and just being like, I have to figure this out. You gotta figure this out, yeah. and just like really doing the damn thing. Anyways, I will never do a TikTok dance because it's very traumatic for me. So anyways, um, I'm great. How are you, Cody? I'm, you know. <laughs> what am I just 
<laughs> I got nothing. Sorry, smooth brain, no thoughts, head empty. Just nothing <laughs> coming out of here. <laughs> I haven't thought a thought in months. <laughs> Honestly, I feel that. Um, and I, yeah, it's I'm fine. I think here's what I think that we should do. We should come up with a name for COVID nineteen. That we can say. Yeah. So that instead of you having to bleep it out, we can right. say it without having to, like, say it. Right. You know? I mean, I do like the Ronies. I do like the Ronies, <laughs> too. <laughs> I do like the um, There's a charm to the Ronies, you know? I was thinking something more along our brand, mm. personally. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, in place of just saying, like, coronavirus or COVID yeah. or anything like that, we just say Newton. Um, or, like, <laughs> Fig Newton. Sure. It's been a minute, you know? I since, think so, too. Since Mike Newton has been in the Rolodex, you know? I agree. That's good. And, yeah, I do. I love that we just, like, negotiated safe words right now. That feels very on brand with us. <laughs> I also just want to let you all know. Um, how much I love you all and how much I respect Cody yeah. as both my business partner and also my boss, question mark. Um, I, I thought you were going to say well. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Um, as my boss, question mark, I don't really do well with authority. Um, that every time that I have to cough, I'm just muting my microphone. Because if it's not clear just by like the energy that I'm bringing to the space, I'm like low-key yeah. dying. Um, yeah. Can't tell... If I have the Newtons um, or anything, um, but we'll just, like, play it by ear. TBD, uh, you know? <laughs> we'll just, We're like, just see. we figuring it out. Anyways, um, going to try and not bring it up just because, like, this is your distraction. This is your hour away from the news. Right. Um, like, we're going to bring you that hard-hitting news, but it has nothing to do with, like... <laughs> yeah, the news people actually fucking care about, all right? Yeah, it has nothing to do with, like, elections or <laughs> anything. Yeah. But we do have some current events. They're, like, really hard-hitting, and um, you're going to hear them here first. So, uh, Cody, the first one really pertains to your brand. Um, <laughs> and also, I think... Almost all of the, yeah, I think all of these have to do with Robert Pattinson today. Um, but this first corner, baby, for real. Um, this first one in particular, though, has a lot to do with your side of the news. Can you <laughs> enlighten us uh, with what's happening in your neck of the woods? Yeah, we're here with some breaking Hollywood news <laughs> from RepublicWorld.com. Uh, Robert Pattinson's High Life script was just 30 pages and more interesting trivia about the movie. Wow. Um, super great. I love the idea of a script being 30 pages long. Because, again, he doesn't talk really ever during that movie. There's not a lot of speaking. I just love the idea that, like, I know that it's probably just that it was, like, short, but I do love the idea of... Claire Dennis, instead of rewriting stuff, she was just like, instead of saying silence or like play with Bibi, um, she was just like, see page two. <laughs> like, right. it was just like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. I, I would love that and also would not question that. 
Even a little bit. I believe in it wholeheartedly. There's another fun fact here that because Robert was so nervous to meet Claire Dennis, he studied Wikipedia articles on string theory and black holes to prepare for their first encounter and tried to rationalize a reason why his character would not age while traveling in deep space. I love that. What a fucking nerd. I love him. I love a well-studied man. I love one man. I do love one man. Okay, Harry Styles also exists. Two. I love two men. <laughs> I and I also love Forty, the actor that plays. I fuck. Okay, there's a couple. There's a couple men. I love a handful of men. Yeah, only. just a, a a small gaggle of men. That's, that's just. I love a tea party of men. Yeah, a tiny township of men. That's enough. <laughs> According to the CDC, I love less than ten men. Right. <laughs> and they're all six feet apart. Yeah. But that's how I prefer people to be anyways. So Right, come on. Yes, that's beautiful. Um I know that this is a an auditory podcast and I know that you hate when I do this. However, can you tell me about Republic World's uh visual component in this article, please? So there's a fun little photo here. One could believe that this was a still from high life. <laughs> you could. If it, if it, you know, got lost at sea, maybe eroded in space. over time. <laughs> lost at sea and then in space. Um, just got mind melted, like, you know, got just blasted by the 2001 baby. You know how it is. Oh um, my god. <laughs> sidebar, I saw that movie for the first time in a very long time uh, before movie theaters were closed <laughs> in 70 millimeter with a friend of mine and that shit like that movie's fucking bananas and that baby is made of nightmares oh that's all I have to add to that let's talk about nightmare babies so this photo is so many layers of destroyed over time it's it has a little YouTube source credit but it's not like a caption like you would find on a website. It is inside the photograph. So this is just like a, a screenshot of a photo that credited YouTube from probably five sites over. There's like three pixels in this image. <laughs> what it looks like to me is for folks that are listening to this wherever you are, because I know that you are not going to this. Please don't go to this website. You don't need yeah, to. Yeah, no, you don't have to. But if you can... If you were in a place, because I'm imagining for most for most of you, hopefully you are in a place where you can safely like close your eyes and imagine this. Um, please close your eyes and imagine Robert Pattinson, right? Great image, beautiful, <laughs> great. You're familiar. <laughs> imagine that you are standing six feet away from Robert Pattinson, right? Safe distance, great, good. <laughs> Practice that social distancing, and then imagine that between you and Robert Pattinson there is an airplane window really filmy um and a little bit dirty but like super thick that is what this screen grab of a photo of a youtube video is is like it's very pixelated and grainy and like what i imagine that he looked like from space is the best way i can imagine it i think that's great it's also like this specific frame too is just so beige and he's in motion and he's yeah he's moving his hand is just like (laughs) just in another dimension 
and it all is just like bleeding together. It's the worst painting I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I'm not having a great time. But what is great, though, um, is our next source, which has a very high-res photo of Robert Pattinson. Thank God. What we deserve. Um, Yes. It's from movieweb.com, and it is Robert Pattinson's embarrassing Twilight audition uh, involved a beer gut and bad hair. I do love some good alliteration here. So we've all heard the, the story of Robert and Kristen doing their audition together. Yes. Lots of kissing. Lots of Catherine Hardwick sitting in the chair getting like roll excited. Right. Just jerking. <laughs> just like really happy the whole time. Yeah. Robert Pattinson just like recently opened up about his first audition in general for the role of Edward Cullen. Um, and he described it as Quote, when I turned up for the audition, I had done a job where I dyed my hair black, but I had an inch and a half of roots and I had waxed my body. And then I had a few months where I'd been drinking beer all day, so I had this hairless, chubby body. I looked like a baby with a wig on. <laughs> here's here's my question. Yeah? Given Knowing that information now. Yeah. Was he auditioning for the role of Charlie Swan? Because it really sounds like it. Because that's the fucking vibe. But from what we know about Stephanie Meyer, she she wanted to hand. She saw Robert and was like, that's my Edward and I refuse. That's my boy. <laughs> I refuse to settle for anyone else. Oh my gosh. But she saw, you know... Fucking Robert walked in, this bald baby with a beer gut, and was like, "What's up, fuckers? You want me? <laughs> this yeah. is it. This is, is what this I'm the giving new you. Sound you're looking for. This is it's <laughs> what you're gonna get. Yeah, which is really weird to think about, given that that's that is like the whole vibe that he was bringing." to case do <laughs> when they were just doing a little smoochy yeah during the whole situation and that like the changes a lot i guess so thank you for your honesty yeah. and your candor Robert. This, this vulnerable space yeah carved just for you our last robert specific news today um is from et online who brought the the very important news but unsurprising i think to most of us which is that given what's happening across the world with the newtons is that the batman movie that robert is starring in the production has been kind of postponed yeah which like again unsurprising but is news nonetheless. I guess we'll just have to fucking look at those sick car photos <laughs> for a couple months. Yeah, I'll. I guess I'll be curious if if Matt Reeves posts any more information or like any more photos since they'll be kind of halted for the foreseeable future, or if he'll even be like allowed to. I guess. Yeah. All right. Now the most important of these is our screen rant piece for today how do we even (laughs) how do you even start this so welcome to the screen rant corner it's been a minute 
Welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you to Adrian Tyler for putting together this piece of why Twilight Breaking Dawn Baby was CGI and how it was almost worse. <sighs> it is unsurprising, and I think we've talked in, in length at this point about Renesmee's CGI and right. and the the baby that has been very much memed at this point that you all might know I, I don't know that we've even referred to it at this point, but you all might know as uh, Chuck Esme. But this goes into very lengthy detail about the, <laughs> the CGI baby that was used um, and is talked about in quite length in the behind-the-scenes featurette of Twilight Forever, which we still have not watched and discussed here on the pod. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't think so. We need to do that. <laughs> okay. We should do that at some point. But yes, yeah, so um, the one that has been memed, the one with the the longer hair that oh, has been memed and we see like um, Rosalie holding um, was, I guess, so bad that the production crew had named it Chuck Esme. Um it's terrifying. <laughs> it's so bad. It sucks so bad. <laughs> um, but I guess it was so bad that like not even like the actors couldn't be around it and look comfortable. <laughs> the <laughs> the producers said, um, and pro- specifically like Wick Godfrey was like, it's one of the most terrifying CGI babies to ever not be seen on film. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and so there's they... probably like a graveyard of like reject CGI babies from years past. If we ever get popular enough to do a live show, I want our live show to be in the graveyard of CGI babies. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that is very on brand for us. Yeah, um, but they said that they decided to go with CGI instead. Um, cause they were trying to quote, create something that was otherworldly. Um, and because she, Renesmee had to be intelligent yet still look like a baby, but actually like a more mature baby. <laughs> Whatever like the- a baby wearing a lace front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's the scariest thing. Um, it's a haunting and I hate it. I want it. Like it's very haunted. And I, I want it, but I have never wanted to be more away from something in my entire life. So I, I think more than anything, what this reminds me of is that we need to watch Twilight Forever and get our, like, personal opinions on this. Yeah. Because, oi. <laughs> it's awful. Okay. Um, we have a question. Would you like to read it? I sure would. This is from our unofficial intern, Taylor Browntown Lautner. So nice of you to work during this time. I know. <laughs> well, listen, Taylor Brown's been working from home this whole time, so we're just getting to her level. You know what That's I mean? That's true. Who asks, if you had to get a Don't Stop Believing tattoo, where would you get it? This is such an important question. <laughs> <sighs> it's... Um... Like, um, like, tramp stamp, obviously, right? Like, that's... That's, that's the first place that I went to. Yeah. 
Because you can't have it where someone could see it reasonably. You know what I mean? Like, in public. Well. <laughs> like, ass, maybe. Like, anything. I, you, I just, if I had one, it would have to be either the smallest thing in the world <laughs> that, is Ill, that is illegible. Or it's just in a place that would not be shown on a day-to-day basis. I do love the idea of it being on my butt cheek, though. Butt is good. Butt is good. I do like that. Just, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, I think with that, it frames it very nicely, where it's like, don't stop believing. You're like, you know what? Yeah, ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> it reminded me how much I value life and also butts. Great. At that point, it's, like, very inspirational and, like, right. it actually it's, does the job. Yeah. Um, You're just so a walking Pinterest board right there. You're, like, you got inspirational oh quotes just, like. <laughs> how dare you? Take that back. What? How dare you call me a Pinterest board? Do you know no, what's you on those specifically, things? specifically. <laughs> Do you know what filth is on those things? How dare you? You know what they're doing on Pinterest? So inappropriate. Planning weddings and shit and fucking <laughs> making the, vegan recipes. <laughs> the kind of horror that goes on on those things. God. Um, <laughs> vitriol. Here's what I'll say. I think I'm going to I'm gonna say a firm, like, a butt tattoo. Yeah. Or if I could, and I don't know how I would do this. <laughs> Is it mathematically possible? Yeah. Because, like, it would have to be so small that, like, I don't think that it would be possible. Right. Um, but I would get it right behind my ear. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just, like, really lean into the, like... No! Really lean into the, like, first uh, first tattoo out of high school bit. Right. Just, like, the live, laugh, love. Exactly. Like, type of woman. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think I think butt is the way to go, only because, you know, the tra- the tramp stamp place is for a executive produced by Dick Wolf tattoo and nothing else. Absolutely, so, and that's I live by that. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. I Dick Wolf's my dad. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It's my fucking boy. It's true. Goddamn. Ugh. Now I just have that that fucking like Donna. Thing stuck in my head from Law and Order. Exactly. <laughs> Give me my fucking money. Let's just reenact lines <laughs> for the rest of this. Yeah. My lungs fucking good. hurt. That's yeah. all I have. Alright, let's do this thing. These chapters yeah. were buck wild. Yeah. And if these if these four chapters are any indication. I mean, like, I don't like this book, but this book is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're doing some... Caroline Kepner's making some choices. Yeah. I don't... Listen, I... Amy... (sighs) Amy's a wild gal. For sure. Listen, Amy... (sighs) Amy is... I don't... I don't know what to think about her. But I will say that I feel like she doesn't deserve Joe. Like, she is better than Joseph. Oh, easily. Everyone is better than Joseph. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I will say that 
more than any other time reading this book, I feel like these two chapters reminded me of the Britney Spears song. What's the one with Amy in it? <laughs> if you seek Amy. Thank you. <laughs> doesn't it, isn't it all about like, doesn't it have a like love you, love me, hate me yeah. kind of thing in it? And there's yeah. a, cause there's a part in this where she's all like, I don't know. She gives off a very like, fuck you kind of vibe. And yeah. I kind of reminded me of that. Okay. So anyways, previously in the last two chapters, Joseph was very much fixated on his mug of piss. His piss. And that, folks, I wish that I could say that that stopped. <laughs> but it. I don't know that it will. No. Like, I feel like, I feel like, remember, do you remember in the Fifty Shades books when we used to, like, control F for, like... <laughs> all the bad all the naughty words yeah i feel like in this one we're gonna have to control f piss you know what i'm gonna do it right now do it i'm you know Eat i'm gonna words Eat your fucking words fuck you i'm gonna do it right now fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it right now please don't do it to him <laughs> all right how many oh damn it this it includes pissed too Anyways, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. How many times do you think that it that she re- says mug? Oh, God. In the whole book? In the whole book. I'm going to say, like, 50. Oh, my God. It's 49. What I am... Fuck? I'm a fucking genius. I don't know if you knew this. I'm clairvoyant. I, I am the smartest person alive. Uh, I will ride so on this high for years. This will sustain me. Uh, wow. that's But that's too many. That's too many times. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to see about Especially when all piss. of those are preceded by piss. It's true. Hold on. I'm going to see about piss. I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude the ones that are pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna see about piss is the worst. <laughs> if you seek piss. <laughs> oh no. That really is somebody something though. I mean, yeah. Fuck! I lost count. Hold on, everyone, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stop! Absolute <laughs> silence. Do you know how hard it is not to count out loud? (laughs) 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 It's like you're in, like, an escape room or something. You're trying to, like, the clock is kicking kicking down. You got, like, 15 seconds. You're just, like, breathing so hard. (laughs) Okay. Screaming. All right. I don't think it's worth it. It is. How many times does she say piss? Not pissed. Just piss. Just piss? Yep. But he probably talks about piss, like needing to piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna go a little higher, I think. Mm. <sighs> Don't care. 
<laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say sixty-two. Uh, cold. In too high. Cold gives Way me too nothing. High. Okay, I was like, cold means nothing. Way too high. Okay. Cold piss. Okay, no, stop. How how about like a forty? Cold piss. Too like high. Twenty. Two. Twenty-three. <laughs> wow. Well, again, clairvoyant, smartest person to ever lived. True. Got it in one. <laughs> Hole in one. That long to count twenty-three. Stop. <laughs> Do you know how similar piss and pissed look? They look so similar. They're basically the same word. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I missed the the old quiz corner. We gotta bring that back. <laughs> Okay, so chapter three starts. They're at this place. They fucking Joseph talks about it. He's like, we stop at Dell's Lemonade. Like, we're supposed to know what that is. But, you know. And they, he starts talking about these lemon slushies. And I, folks, it's mid-March here. It's like 50 degrees. It's freezing out. I'm under like five blankets right now because i cannot stay warm <laughs> to save my life i have yeah. never wanted a slushy more in my whole life dude than it i did sounded this. so it is <sighs> you know nothing about like caroline kemner's i guess this is the best thing that she's like the thing that she could write the best about because i was like i want to eat this right yeah. the fuck now nothing like every section she's written i'm like this is poor <laughs> like i don't i'm not having a great time i don't feel hot and sexy, you know? There's nothing, it's doing no. nothing for me. But this, bring up this fucking slushy situation, and I'm like, okay, Caroline. Yeah, and she doesn't even go into, like, any a hard description of it, but something about it really... Just the aura. Just really hit for me at that moment. Anyways, I don't know what it is about the characters that we read about. It Something about the the men that we study really like going into the middle of nowhere to find food and wanting to fuck the people that they're with on tables um because joseph is like amy amy i want to fuck you on this table right now and then christian gray when he was with anna at ihop also wanted to do the same thing and i don't know and honestly honestly Bella probably wanted to fuck Edward when she was eating that mushroom ravioli. To be fair, oh like, yeah, and I don't know what that is because, and maybe this is just a me thing, but like when I'm eating, all I can focus about, like I don't have the mental capacity to focus on <laughs> anything other than eating at that moment. Like right. nothing, I don't. Food does not make. I'm trying me to get more. sustenance. All right. I like I, nutrients. <laughs> I have the mental capacity to focus on talking to someone and ordering and then eating. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I can't fuck during that time. No, <laughs> yeah. no, knock that off. Anyways, Joseph starts talking about Beck during this time for some reason. Um, and for so long. And <laughs> one of the things that he talks about as like a compliment to Amy is he's like, she doesn't interrupt me to tell her own story or slip into a jealous rant. She listens to me and she is a sponge. And ladies, ladies, ladies. <laughs> that's what it means to be a real partner 
free your Ladies, man. you gotta be a sponge. That's what men are really looking for, is Taking to be a sponge. Taking all of their shit and don't give anything back. <laughs> they don't Just want you. Just absorb it. It's yours now. <laughs> they don't want you to interrupt them or talk about your life. We're talking all, actually. We're talking just, all. Just, how about you just shut up? Just shut up. What they're li- really looking for, ladies, if I can be honest, is SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, they just want a sponge. But they can't find that, so you'll have to do Um, I hated that part. It made me want to die. I wrote in my yeah. comments um, a sad face because that's how yeah. I felt. That's good. And... <laughs> So he's like, all of this is great. I love Amy. She's perfect. Um, she's great. And everything is different between her and I than with me and Beck. Um, however, when she goes to the bathroom, I am just going to take her phone really quick. Just no big deal. Totally trust her, for sure. Yeah. Bye. But. Mm. Just going to take her phone really quick. How did just you? No worries. No worries. How did you feel about the fact that she was searching up Henderson? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate it. I guess I I guess we're all trying to figure out how because it's like it is like the the season we just saw and will eventually become something like it more so. I guess at some point, right? Like it has to, maybe, at least some I, way. I, but I, we're just like at a different timeline with that with diff- some slightly different people or whatever so yeah, i guess I it's no weird idea. to see things cross in like sort of right ways like i know these people but it's like a little different like amy adam whoa it's not candace yeah it's a it's, whole different person it's weird it feels very alternate universe when yeah things like that come across that's for yeah, sure for sure yeah um, and he's, like, very much caught up in her phone, and then all of a sudden he looks up and Amy's standing there. And then he starts getting in this, like, whiny baby voice with her, <laughs> where she's like, just give me my phone and, like, knock that shit off. And he's like, Amy, I love you. I was literally just thinking about how happy I am with you. Yeah. I love you. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> She's like, well, like, you don't trust me. I get it. Like, I showed up with a fucking, like, stolen credit card. <laughs> like, right. I, like, I get it, but, like, just give me my fucking phone back. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I guess she seems okay with it. It was weird. It was a weird situation to happen there. Because I guess she doesn't seem pissed. Um, and... Uh, yeah, very weird situation. Um, and then it seems like in Joseph's head, um, after the whole situation happens, he continues to repeat all of the crimes that he's done. Um, he just in- is incriminating himself at every turn. Yes. And giving so many details. Being like, I... oh, this is my ex. Uh, she cheated on me with this therapist. Do you want to look him up? Do you want to see what he looks like? Do you want to see that he <laughs> killed her? And I also am not on that Wikipedia page. Thank you for noticing. I'm not there um, because I definitely didn't do it. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like, what? why? What is the purpose of this? Because it's not like, 
Amy is like, oh, I'm being so open with you and we're really getting vulnerable or whatever. She is like, I'm not going to tell you anything about me. Like, I, you don't get to know me. Like, (laughs) you don't know about my exes. We're just like having fun and we're hanging out and that's great. Um, But you're not going to get anything below the surface here. And for some reason, Joe is like, oh, so that means I'm going to trust you with all my secrets. Yep. With all my murder secrets. I, he's such a fool. What and I love it a lot. Idiot. <laughs> um, How does he keep getting away with this? He's I don't know. so silly. I don't know. Um they end up going to their hotel. And because it's Joseph and he's a fool, um <laughs> they are essentially like right next to the Salingers. Well, that, um, he's got to get his piss mug. Exactly. He's um, got to get and, it. <laughs> And he's just, like, pacing on the balcony, being like, I gotta get my piss mug. I gotta get my piss mug. And Amy's <laughs> it's like... It's in there. I know it. <laughs> Amy's like, what's up, babe? Um, and he's like, one of them over there. That's the Salingers. And so he starts, like, going into this huge thing. Um, and she's like, anyways, I don't really care. Right. Here are more details that just... You can have them. Here you go. Right. Um, Here's a question. Yes. How do we know how long ago Peach dying was relative to where we are in this in this moment? Um that's a good question. I think uh, I feel like, like it's this been... is post back book and all that stuff. So it's probably been like a couple months, right? It's been at least a couple months. Yeah, because I think when the last book ended, mm-hmm. um the Blythe and Ethan were getting married, and oh, Amy sure. yeah. and Ethan, uh, or Amy and Joe were leaving. Yeah, right. To go to LA, but now yeah. they're back. So I feel like in right. my brain, for some reason, it's been like six months. Sure, but I don't so, know that that's right at all. So you're telling me that this fucking piss has just been fermenting. For months. Yep. And yep. so, if there, he was saying there are people in the house. The family's there. They're fucking vibing. They're having a party or whatever. So oh, they right. Have, I'm assuming they have, like, house cleaners and stuff. They just, they, there's no reason, they, no, there's no way that's still there. So, she, in the book, in the book that happened in the winter, mm-hmm. right, because of all the snow. Yes. And now it's the summer. So it's been at least six months. Someone has to have smelled it or something. Like, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Unfucking real. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah, in the TV show, because the, yeah, the whole plot is different. Yeah, but in the book, I remember, I remember it being winter because it was, yeah, there was snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cause and now they're like, yeah, I agree. Cause this is like Memorial Day when this is happening in here. Ugh, what a yeah. wildly insane thing to write as the core component <laughs> yeah, of the your idea, fucking mystery book. The idea that someone has not noticed it at this point seems in the idea that there is not like staff taking care of this home 
that would not have noticed it at this point um, seems it highly unlikely, if not impossible. Yeah. But, so chapter four starts. They're hitting the beach. I go into the beach, beach. And they go down, um, and again, they're, like, their hotel, I guess, is, like, right next to the Salinger's house, which, like, in my brain does not make sense. Like, if they had all this money, why would they be living in a place that's, like, right next to a hotel? Um, but whatever. Um, and all of a sudden, one of the Salinger's, um, comes down and is, like, yelling, (laughs) <laughs> at um amy and joseph and he's like um sorry this beach is private so you need to be on the other side of the sand and you can go fuck off um and amy is like while she's talking to him trying to put on like all of her smooth moves so she's like taking off her shirt and like to show her swimsuit she's like oh i'm like so sorry um was there anything else that you wanted us to know as she's like squeezing her boobs together um and he's like fine i guess um (laughs) and the the way that caroline describes this is it seems impossible that there is like this hotel and they have beachfront property but the Salingers have all of the space for them to roam and that there's like trampolines in the water and that there's like it seems like an impossible situation happening yeah. here because the way that it's described uh, did you ever see cheaper by the dozen too of course the one with taylor lautner in it of course <laughs> It to me, it felt like the fucking trampoline shit that they had on the lake, where it's those things that you jump on, and the one the ones that people are always dying on, <laughs> like the where you jump on them and it like launches people off. Oh yeah. Um, so it just seemed impossible that they had what feels like a whole like resort situation right next to a hotel, and. It, yeah, it did not seem to make sense. So, Joseph had this original plan to go and steal his mug. (laughs) That somehow he was going to, like, schmooze his way into this house. Yeah, so these strangers, these people would just let strangers into their home to piss. Yep. Because my girlfriend is so charming and she has just such good small talk yep what universe are you living in sir you know i mean he schmoozed one of their cops before so apparently he thinks that's gonna work so he figures out that's not gonna work um and so they decide just to play in the ocean until they all leave and then i i'm very curious about your opinion on this part about when she reads the children's book to him because it was the weirdest part to me it's why it has no meaning to anything i don't know why it's there me either i hated reading it yep and it just i mean yeah it shows it just really exposes that joe is just a child and doesn't understand reading comprehension (laughs) no (laughs) for someone who loves books 
little skeptical, little suspicious. Yeah, and that, like, when Amy, after reading this children's book to him, was like, so what'd you think? And he was like, mm, I'm gonna need to let it simmer a little bit more. Must I always have thoughts prepared? Can't I just let it hit me? Like, Joe, this is written for five-year-olds. Can you just, like, have a conversation, you fucking asswipe? It would have helped, Joseph, if you were paying attention during it. <laughs> Yeah, if only you <laughs> cared enough about your girlfriend to not think she is solely a sponge for your monologuing nonsense. Yeah, it would have helped if you were listening to her reading instead of crashing two little pebbles together the entire time or having a shell up to your ear and pretending like you could hear the ocean throughout the whole time. Yeah. Um, but whatever, do you, I guess. Um so they get back to their hotel room, um, and Joseph says, we live here now, in this room, in these sheets, like a fucking John Mayer song come to life. So that's where Joseph sat. And again, he's having a great time. Throughout all of this, and I want to make this very clear to folks that are not reading along, um, Amy is just going along for the ride, um, and... She's just getting sex out of, like, right. she's, she's fine, like, she's having a good time, but Joseph is the one putting all of the work in during this time. Yeah. And that's sure. very clear. The, this chapter takes a very interesting, like, Ocean's 8 twist when they go to, and I kid you not, Scuppers by the Bay. And I wanted to know about your opinions about Scuppers by the Bay <laughs> and their experience there. I mean, you can't tell me that this isn't just like a Margaritaville. Oh, it has to be. Fucking ripoff situation, you know? With the people that they meet here, this definitely feels like a fancy, like a faux fancy Margaritaville. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With the accent, yeah, of course. I don't know what just happened to me. <laughs> um, it is chaotic, this entire experience. I agree. Because first of all, Joe is like, I just want to fuck. I don't want to eat. I just want to fuck you because we're having a great time. He wants to get, like, Domino's delivered. Right, he's like, listen, we can eat and I can just, like, get takeout and I'll be sick. We'll just eat here and we'll fuck. It'll be so good. And she's like, no, we're going to go out and it's going to be great. He's like, fine, whatever. So they go out begrudgingly, and they're like, oh, so your coupon definitely doesn't work today, so go fuck yourself. And also, <laughs> the wait is an hour or two, also go fuck yourself. <laughs> and Joe's like, can we go? I want to go fuck. And she's like, no, no, no. We're going to have fun. And so they go up to this couple at the bar with fake names. Yep. And just charm the pants out of them with yep. very, which Joe fucking hates because he's like, ugh, it's the banality of small talk and everything is, we're not saying anything, we're just like repeating the same stuff and it's, all these jokes are silly and asinine and whatever, being well, a piss and, baby, not having fun. Well, and the fact that um, Amy made up 
not just fake names, but fake careers for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they and, have little personalities, too. And she said that he's an aspiring actor, which put him in a bad mood again, like, a worse mood than he already was, because he was right. like, why not a director or a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> and so he was, like, already in a shitty mood. Right. It's such a weird thing to be upset about. It is. But, but that's very Joe, just. Guess. Yeah, yeah. so they scam a fucking meal out of this nice couple, they like have a great time, and then the check comes, and they're like, peace, <laughs> bye, <laughs> later, I gotta go to the bathroom, it's and then they leave. Uh, so bad. Um, I, I felt so bad for this couple, even though they're probably like, awful people, I don't know. Sure, yeah. Like, I mean, they had to like, scam them by talking about like, fucking Woody Allen and shit right. like yeah. not not great um yeah one of my favorite things about this conversation though is Joseph is like squeezing Amy's thigh during all this and she's like fuck off like I'm scamming people <laughs> like I'm doing I'm, a job yeah I'm doing business okay I'm trying to get us a meal god and damn it she gets up out of the booth to request because at this place there's um, what Joseph describes as a, like, 2,000-piece cover band. Um, and so Amy gets out of the booth to request a song from them. And she describes Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. And Joseph gets up and is like, Paradise City, huh? Guns N' Roses. Like, the first time when you welcomed me to the jungle. And her face is blank. She's like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um I- and the way that he takes this in his fucking rat brain, he's like, oh, I guess we're not as similar as we thought. I might just be a little bit smarter than her. She's a little slow to come up with things and, and get it or whatever. It's like, no, she gets it. You're just being an asshole. Yeah, he's like, maybe it's better that we're a little bit different, though. <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't want you fucking... Talking about how you think it's weird that I have pubic hair. And that's like a fun little Guns N' Roses joke. What? We're at dinner. Can we fucking chill? Yeah. He's... Can we vibe? <laughs> They're not. He's not vibing, no. He's not. <laughs> um, but they get home and they fuck a lot. They've been fucking a lot during this whole thing. Um, and after she falls asleep, he goes back out and very like Gatsby of him he stares out at the fucking Salinger house <laughs> and is like you know what fuck that mug I'm fine I'm gonna leave it here and it's definitely not gonna come back and bite me in the ass later oh my gosh uh, maybe the real green light at the end of the dock was the piss mugs we found along the way <laughs> was the yellow piss turning green all along <laughs> yeah it's for sure some sort of funky color. Come on, it's oxidizing as shit over there for months. Oh, for sure. Gross. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so next week we've got chapters five and six. Um, assuming Shaboy hasn't died from the Newtons at that point. <laughs> so Fingers crossed, everyone. We'll keep you posted. But until then, we have a lot of fantastic patrons to thank Ugh. at this point so thank you patrons we have a fantastic article this week from the very credible and very reputable source of the things.com oh yeah which 
says, according to fans, here's how the events of Twilight should have happened. Would you like to start? Sure would. Shout out Rebecca Cullen! Woo! <laughs> snaps. Everyone <laughs> snaps. Who's gonna be number 10? Witches, mermaids, and other mythical beings should have been introduced at some point. Absolutely. I want mermaids! Absolutely. Like, <sighs> they. They're. That's such a cop out. Yeah. What the fuck, Stephanie? Expand your fucking brain a little bit. Come on. That's. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Elizabeth Swan. Woo! Yeah! Who's gonna be. Uh, who's gonna be. Um. Arguably quite low on this list. Number 14. Uh, uh, Jacob. Yeah. Never uh, imprinted on Renesmee. Number one. Number one. Number one. No thanks. Shout out Amy Taylor. Who's going to be number eight? Bella should have spent more time with her mom. Absolutely. Yeah. What a great photo that they chose of her too. <laughs> no, she's like, I got the mail. You're gonna, you're gonna do things. I, I got great. the mail. <laughs> um. All right. Shout out to Mulch Gray. Woo woo Um. Who's gonna be number seven? Rosalie should have accepted Bella from the start. Yeah. And sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out Rebecca Steele. Who's gonna be number four? Bella's parents should have spoken up more about Bella and Edward's <laughs> high school wedding. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like not a peep, not a peep out of them. <laughs> not a fucking sound you from know those what? two. Yeah, they're in love and they're young. And they're in high school. <laughs> why didn't y'all want to... Charlie, why didn't you want to claim her as a dependent for a little bit longer, huh? Yeah, hey, bud. <laughs> um, Shout out to Kelly Beck. Ow. Who's going to be number three. Ooh. Jacob should have kept his long hair. Yes. What a... Uh, wow. <laughs> I agree. Even though that wig would have been awful to stare at for so yeah, the long. Yeah, the wig is bad. Um, but it would have been accurate. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Absolutely. <laughs> Just pour one out for the Marines. <laughs> yeah. And by the Marines, I mean just Taylor. Yep. Who's gonna be... Ooh... Let's do a little controversial one, shall we? Yep. Number five. Jessica should have ended up with Mike Newton. Wow. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I agree. I'm just the people. The fans. That is a controversial (laughs) one. The fans. The fans. Wow. All right. Shout out to Aaron Salinger, who's going to be... (laughs) <laughs> who's gonna be number 11 <laughs> um the the vampires should have revealed that they are actually fairies yeah why not 
Um, that's, you know, it's far less confrontational. It's far less scary. It's more palatable to human beings, you know. I think they'd be chill with it, you know. A vampire's like, ooh. Can someone please recut the scene in the forest <laughs> during the first Twilight movie when Bella's like, I know what you are? Um, please and also thank you. It is my last wish on this earth. Yeah. Shout out to Sophia Salinger. Thank you. Who's cool. gonna be a real tailspin. Number 12. Yeah. Bella should have given birth to twins. Yeah, what the fuck? And I just want to read, it's three sentences and they get increasingly more chaotic as they go on. So I'll read them for you. Bella Swan gave birth to her daughter, Renesmee. But a lot of Twilight fans wish that she'd given birth to twins instead. It would have been really interesting to see her have two children instead of one. (laughs) Bella nearly died during childbirth because the pregnancy was so difficult for her to get through. So she might as well have had twins. So she might as well. (laughs) Why didn't she just... You could have just had twins. Yeah, I mean, if you were going to die anyway, fuck. (laughs) Um, Do you have a personal favorite from these? Oh, God. Because I will tell you that one of these really stands out to me. Yeah. Um, and it's... It's that number one, um, <laughs> which, like... Like, can you can you read it for the class, please? I can. Number one is Jasper. <laughs> thank you. Um, number one is Jasper Hale should have survived through the final battle of Breaking Dawn Part Two, yeah. which, if y'all fucking remember, was fake. Yeah, it was there a are... vision. <laughs> there are two. Two of these fifteen examples are the thing that. They should not have died. Like, this one with Carlisle. It's like, he should not have been decapitated in the final battle scene. Did y'all... Did you watch the watch movie? Watch the movie? <laughs> Do you remember what happened? Did you read happened? the book? Did like, you... it wasn't real. It's okay. They're fine. Did you leave <laughs> the theater when that happened? <laughs> they were just so emotionally scarred. They are like, that's it. Twilight, it's over for me. We're done. I can't do this anymore. And they just, what they the... don't know. I will say that this photo, like, does something to me sexually. <laughs> you said sexually like it was in italics. Like that I meant it in italics. <laughs> There's something about Ketchup Boy when he gets really angry. Oh, fuck, like I the, forgot about that. Like, there are so many different, like, wrinkles and divots on his face right now that, like... Yeah. He's got a powerful Let- eyebrow. His chin is really out here. Doing His the work. chin looks like a golf ball. And, like, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, for Anyways. sure. Anyways. These are powerful theories. They're wrong theory, but, like, yeah. oh, some of hey. them are wrong, but they're powerful. Right. I have a fan fiction for you today. Thank God. This fanfiction was sent in to us by our intern, so thank you, Taylor Browntown. Shout out. Water, for doing your work from home uh, <laughs> during this time. So this fanfiction um, was written by Vatsapanen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you 
you said that like the guy from Frozen, the fucking <laughs> the the woohoo, the fucking <laughs> the, the dude who sells shit on the mountain. Yeah, um, that's so funny. Okay, um, all right. So it's titled, <clears throat> and this really just like gets into it. This is just titled One Direction Twilight. But here's a twist. It's in the section. It's in the Twilight and iCarly crossover section, which, like, I don't know. Help. (laughs) I agree. Um, The summary for this um, is the best version of Twilight, the 1D version. This is my first fanfic, so be nice. Don't be rude. Hey, don't be fucking rude. Knock it off. Um. And then it says, I will try to write at least one chapter per day. Fuck, dude. Damn, um, that's an ambitious goal. Uh, now, I will say, there are two chapters. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and she this, swiftly passed away. <laughs> and this was published on May 1st of 2012. So, Listen, God um, had to smite her for what she was doing. So, Godspeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's all I know about this. Um, and I'm going to read from chapter one, which is moving. And I was told by Taylor to read just the, f- just the third paragraph from this. I arrived to my house to see Charlie waiting for me outside in his uniform. He looks exactly... Oh, wait. Hold on. I, f- I fucked up. I'm sorry. I was told to also... This is the summary that Taylor gave to me as well. Um, I fucked up. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So Taylor said, um, it's Twilight, but the only difference is that Jacob is Zayn Malik. That's the summary that she gave me. Okay. Now, this is the third paragraph. I arrived to my house to see Charlie waiting for me outside in his uniform. He looks exactly as I remember. He is the police chief of Forks, but really, it is quite pointless considering the small population. As I get out of the cab, I notice that my dad is not the only one there. There is a boy that looks like a boy that looks about 20 waiting beside a beat-up truck that I don't remember Charlie having the last time I was here. But forget the truck. This boy, he looks like nothing I had seen before. Tall, dark, and extremely handsome. Not to mention the body on him. My ovaries almost exploded right there. I don't understand why there is a sex god standing before me. End scene. (sighs) Cody. My ovaries almost exploded. On sight. (laughs) On sight. And we'll never get any more information because this was published eight years ago. That's it. And we'll never know. We'll never know. And it was too good that they were smited yeah. right there. You know how you come home, see your dad, bugging Zayn Malik from 2012. It was just there. You know that feel? You ever just? I don't just, but I, I did dream in 2012. So. All right. Well, take care. Wash your hands. Um, And as we say in Seattle. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at 
into the twilight as well as into the twilight.show you can send us an email at into the twilight show at gmail.com you can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at into the twilight.bigcartel.com our art is done by maddie padilla who you can find at your ghost toast 44 on instagram and our music is done by eli kraus you can find at eli sour kraus and krausfilms.com the intro and outro is by kb smith you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone